Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers, and welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, where we lean into our daily habits and routines to be more fit, fearless, and fabulous. Today in episode 51, we consider the question, should I be ramping up my walking? Now, before I go any further, I want to let you know that there is a link in this week's episode to my free ebook, Ramping Up Your Spring and Summer Walking. It's chock full of tips for the beginner walker and for those of you who want to bring up the pace just a little. I also mentioned last week that I would be recording on the boardwalk this week, but between the smoke, which is less now due to the rain, thank goodness, the bugs and the pollen, I am conserving my breath (laughs) and choosing to eat less bugs, so I am in my home studio closet today. So let's come back to the question. Should you be ramping up your walking? Short answer, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) It depends on the why of your walking. So in last week's episode, we talked about the importance of your why. To know your why is your inspiration and your motivation. We actually lean into it to keep going. This is why, or this why, I should say, gets you out the door on those rainy days and keeps you going when you don't want to go anymore. So coupled with a solid habit around the logistics of your walking, like sticking to your when, these two will have you consistently benefiting from your walking on a daily basis or whatever your goals are around your walking. So if you have a few moments now, pause this audio and jot down a few points around the why of your walking. Now, for those of you who had the opportunity to listen to last week's episode, I did suggest this, but I actually didn't say hit pause. And I know, again, from a habit perspective, that if I listen to an entire podcast episode, I forget by the beginning to the end. What did she mention perhaps I should try? (laughs) So yes, I thought right now I am going to suggest that you pause this audio and perhaps take a couple of breaths in and even visualize yourself walking in your favorite place, seeing what you're seeing, feeling what you're feeling, hearing what you're hearing and smelling what you're smelling. And that's actually habit stacking because it gets you working on that skill of visualizing, which again comes very easy for some people, but for others, myself included, when I first started, it was a skill that I slowly developed. Now, if you're walking right now, as you're listening to this podcast, just take the opportunity to feel again the why in your body looking around taking it all in and everything that I just said around smelling what you're smelling seeing what you're seeing hearing what you're hearing 
feeling the strength in your legs, the, th the swing of your arms with every step, just letting this fill you up right now in this moment. And so if you haven't hit pause yet, go ahead and do that. And welcome back. <laughs> Now, I did want to mention that if you are not a walker, that your cardio is biking or swimming or paddling or running or Zumba, your why still applies. The importance is to have a cardio activity that has your heart, your lungs working for a certain amount of time so that you get the benefit. Do you feel better already? <laughs> having that time again to think about your why, to be, again, habit stacking, the visualization, the being in the moment, the being present in your body. These are all skills that we can put together really in a moment and feel the effects immediately. So as you wrote down your whys, you may have had some of these and you might actually have more and some of these may not apply. But to get you again, coming back to some of the benefits of walking around heart health, especially for women, and especially if you have a history of heart disease in your family. So the why can again be around lowering your blood pressure, cholesterol, or other health markers. Bone health, especially if you have risk factors such as early menopause, certain medications or treatments that have depleted bone minerals, family history, having your feet hit the pavement on most days and for 10,000 steps is extremely beneficial to your bone health. and. I speak from experience when I say to get to 10,000 steps without having a structured walking segment in your day is pretty challenging unless you might be volunteering or you might still be working where you have a job that you are moving most of the day. But even for myself as a personal trainer and yoga and Pilates instructor, 10,000 steps without having a structured cardio activity during the day is challenging for me. And I noticed that a while back. Another why could be your de-stressor, relaxer at the end of the day. It could get you going at the beginning of the day. And regardless of whether or not you are doing your structured walk in the morning or the evening, it will contribute to a good night's sleep. And when you notice this, when you write this down, and for those of you who keep sleep journals, noticing the connection between the days that you were not able to get outside for a walk, and I am talking more about outside because we are in the summer. Now, yes, you're gonna get these benefits from being on a treadmill or elliptical or a bike inside, but the added bonus of being outside, and especially if you can be close to nature, huge, but still, However you can get your heart pumping is a benefit as well. So another why could be weight loss or weight maintenance. And yes, we have to work a little harder at weight maintenance post-menopause. So walking absolutely helps, especially walking in 
what's described as zone two. So there are different zones of intensity and staying in this zone of about 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate, which keeps you at a nice steady state, is a zone that has been described better for fat burning. And so this concept of having to do a very fast walk into a run for weight loss may not be actually what works for you. So this is the importance again of continually coming back to your why and noticing as you link your walk or your bike or your exercise to your particular goals that you can tweak them based on your time and based on your intensity. Okay, so another why might be your social time with your friends and here's this again habit stacking of of social and physical and this can be on a daily basis it can be a weekly habit with one friend or with a group of friends so continually coming back to that why and truth be told one of my biggest whys is that the dog needs a walk every day and I know you hear me talk about that over and over again but my goodness, it is so much related to the habit cue, the cue, the routine, and the reward. And when we look to our animals, they will be our, our instructors on this for sure. If you are walking or doing some type of cardio, a minimum of 30 minutes, at least five times a week, the research says that this is great for your heart health and for many of the other whys that we just described as well. So again, it could be three walks for 10 minutes a day. It does not have to be 30 minutes straight, but the amount of 150 minutes a week is what is important. The intensity, as I just talked about, is described as zone two for a benefit that crosses over a lot of those whys. So you are carrying on a conversation, but you're hearing your breath. So if you're talking to yourself, if you're talking to the person beside you, you are hearing your breath in that conversation. You might be having to pause to catch your breath a little bit, but you could not break out into a song. Now to know that these recommendations around 150 minutes a week do not include the recommendations for strength training, for all of our major muscle groups, for flexibility, for stability, or balance. All of that can come into your walk, especially if you are considering ramping up your walk, but there is still structured time that I would suggest, especially post-menopause, that we are putting into these activities. If you are, again, but we're, we're looking at walking from a cardio perspective, so if you are accomplishing this, 30 minutes most days of the week, then you're hitting that target. If though you are at that 30 minutes and you're thinking, I do wanna ramp this up a little bit, maybe even just for one day a week because I wanna add a little bit more strength training or I wanna get a little bit higher into my target heart rate zone to give my heart a little bit of a hit as, <laughs> as described in the HIT workouts. So absolutely, I would say have a look at my ebook. The link is in the show notes and it will go into a little bit more detail around here. But these are three ways that you can increase or ramp up your walking, even for variety, perhaps to accomplish a little bit more of your why. But again, be at that baseline of 30 minutes most days of the week before you come into ramping things up.
So you can take your heart rate up. Even if you're walking and your heart rate is not up to quite, let's even say that 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. Your watch will figure that out for you. Apps will figure that out for you. You can go online and, and feed your age and the percentage that you wanna work into the online calculators and they will give that to you. Now again, you can monitor this on your watch or you are monitoring it as I just talked about through perceived exertion, noticing your breathing, your talking, and perhaps your singing, all of that. So to increase your heart rate on, if you wanted to try this on one, on one day, for example, you could walk faster for one minute and come back to your regular pace for two minutes. So I would suggest on a regular walk day that you start building up for that five minutes slowly easing into your walk and then coming into your two minutes of your regular walk speed and then ramp it up for a minute now you can look at your watch you can set your timer to do this to actually walk faster for that minute pump your arms a little faster what i find is taking shorter steps also helps as well so i shorten up that stride and pump the arms a little bit more for a minute just a little bit of a jog if you want some of you will not do this for all kinds of reasons but i did have the question about that now you can do the timing on it or you can simply go down a side street if you have a particular walk and you can do it faster for one, let's say walk down that side street or between telephone poles, a number of poles. So sometimes that's easier than actually looking at your watch or you may not have, you may not have a watch as you're walking. So you've got this just different way to be able to play with your intensity as you're walking. So noticing how you feel, noticing that difference when you're coming in, and you may even just get into that 60 to 70% by ramping it up a little bit. This is where it gives you information and you think, my goodness, I wasn't actually even in a zone where I might be getting the benefit for either fat burning or aerobic, strengthening your heart and lungs a little bit more. So knowing your numbers, is important but again this is why I'm coming back to from a beginner perspective just getting out the door that is your goal and then when you're deciding okay I want to look at my numbers a little bit more closely I want to connect to my why a little bit more and perhaps I do need a little bit of ramping up so that's why we're coming around to this so that's one of the suggestions and that's called interval walking gives you lots of information but notice if it bothers your knees if it bothers your hips you want to ramp it down a little bit right from there keep tweaking and see if this works for you it may not so Number two, adding in leg strength. So adding in, I'm gonna say a gentle heel. So it's not go full out. We've got some huge heels in our community and I've had clients say to me that they've tried them and it didn't work and their back hurt and their knees hurt and their neck hurt actually because you do change your walking gait. I would say add in a gradual incline into your walk and again maybe once a week and notice when you're adding that incline how your breathing is how your breathing is after because it's going to linger with you a little bit and it's something that you reflect on something that you write in your journal and you notice if you're monitoring your heart rate the difference notice how your legs feel later on, usually within 24 to 48 hours, and are you feeling that extra leg strength? 
So that's the second way that you can ramp up your walk. So number one, doing some interval walking, a little bit more strengthening for the heart and the lungs and also the body in general. Number two is perhaps adding in a hill or a couple of gentle hills into your walk, maybe once a week. The third is adding Nordic poles. So Nordic poles, again, there is that myth, I spoke about this last week, that they are there to support people that can't walk without poles. And in fact, you don't wanna rely on the poles. If you have balance issues, Yes, they can help, but they can also make it trickier. So that's really, really important to know. And this is why I always suggest that you speak to either a professional, whoever is selling, let's say the Nordic Poles in your community, very often in a sports store, they will be able to give you some advice, definitely set you up and have you fitted to know the length of the poles, all of that. Connecting to a community clinic is really, really helpful as well. And just again, incorporating them in perhaps to one walk a week to just get started with that. And don't expect to go out for the full length of your walk, even if it is 30 minutes to use your poles. You just might go out, try a couple of laps around the block. You might put them down and then resume your walk all of that because again we tend to give up on some of these tweaks because they don't work right away or we feel something that we're not used to because i'm going to say with the nordic poles you will and can add more arm strength more tricep strength more core strength it does allow you once you get the rhythm of the nordic poles to go a little faster so you are able to actually bring your heart rate up a little bit as well so they can increase the intensity so the opposite of what a lot of people think about in terms of nordic poles that they are for those people that need that support so i'd like you to change up or hopefully i've changed up your opinion about nordic poles and also very often you can just borrow them from a ywca a community fitness center library even has them they had them at one point in our community so taking advantage of that all of these are described in more detail in my ebook, the link in the show notes. So coming back to the why, always. And if you are out for your walk, it is accomplishing everything around your whys. You're loving it, you're enjoying it. And even if you're not, <laughs> this is the thing that comes up sometimes. I don't love it, but I do it because I know it's good for me. Now, I get that as well, and if that is getting you out the door, and you might not be loving it and enjoying it in the moment, but it is allowing you to do the things that you love and enjoy, so that you can travel and feel very comfortable that you'll be able to do everything around your traveling, that you'll be able to do your activity with your kids, with your grandkids, that you're gardening, uh, you have actually more endurance Yes, walking can help your gardening as well, for sure, in terms of joint movement. So everything that you want to do, even if you are doing it and not loving it, I am going to give you that permission, even though I'm hoping I enlightened you a little bit or gave you some things to think about throughout this episode. But even if it comes down to it and you don't love it, I want you to think about the results of it. That yes, and if you look at the longevity research, and we're going to be digging into this a little bit more along the way as well, that exercise is medicine and exercise trumps 
everything else that we are doing in terms of longevity and not just longevity in terms of living longer but quality of life living longer this is what it's all about so if i'm going to finish with the big why <laughs> i'm going to like mic drop the big why that to me is the big why so i'm going to leave that with you <laughs> have fun with that write that down as well love to hear from you over the course of the week again i had questions about ramping up last week so i love that i'm able then to address some of those questions episode to episode as we hang out week to week so journal breathe enjoy and we will be digging into next week a little bit more around the strength component so have a great week everybody and I will chat with you again next week. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.